Salutations, dear listeners. This is Boneyards and Boojums, an 1879 RPG actual play podcast. Part 3. A New Year's Journey. Chapter 1. Portents. Telegram for Miss Cecile Avery from the South Guard office on 2712-79. Resupply of Chislehurst District delayed. Stop. Further instructions to be sent via previously discussed back channels. Stop. Long reign the monarch. Stop. I recall at the end of the last one, you guys had the discussion about what Jake could be experienced in this in-between or whatever. I forget what I called it. Was it called that? Yep. And he had that weird vision thing of the other place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And so you've left the uh, Dr. Singh's home and gone back to, I don't know where. Where did everybody go back to for Christmas? (laughs) Home. Home. Yeah. Jake could be yeah, yeah, I was going to say, would I go back to the Buckleberry Estate? Probably not, you. because you were uh, already kind of hanging around to look at the university, as I recall. Yeah. Uh, to see if you could oh, find someone right. to chat with. Yeah, because of the whole looking glass fever thing in my lifespan. Yep. But also you had gotten so this. I'm probably staying in town. You also got this yeah. prompt in your in-between dream thing that said to bring the bearer of the globe to the Chiselholm Caves, I believe it was called. I think so. It sounded like it was basically the White Cliffs of Dover. <laughs> Chiselhurst Caves. Chiselhurst Caves. Yes. Um, do you remember anything you were told about it? I remember more of the vision than the caves itself. Um, the caves were a place of power, Yes, I believe. Ancient, too. Because we're, we're talking like druid of the old druids of the old age type of thing, so I'm expecting like to see maybe perhaps you know a henge there, even if it's like within a cave. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, there were I know the captain from the dream realm, and there was the other person there too. There was that um, that map that I remember seeing, kind of peeking at, but I don't remember yeah. any details from that. The map had a bit of a spiral going out with the center being the Greenwich Park um, Mm. uh, anomaly, (laughs) which is where the whole Age of Magic began. Um, And that I think you noticed that there was a point out uh, at, uh, oh, where is it, Kelmsford, where you were just at um, for the holidays? I believe. Where you found the partial, around where you basically found the partial uh, standing stones. Yeah, and, um, but yeah, that this was there was a spiral pattern, and Chislehurst Caves was uh, specifically a certain entrance of Chislehurst Caves, because the mm-hmm. caves themselves you'll later find out are about roughly twenty-two miles long. Uh, they're underground, but so there isn't like a specific location for them, but there is a particular entrance um, that you could um, go to. So it would t- uh, the the location you're thinking of is the one that's east of Bromley. In the southeast yeah. of London, um, 
uh, area known as Chis Chislehurst, of all things. <laughs> but just east of Bromley, which is a, a sizable um, town, uh, I guess, that I think would be considered part of London by this point, more or less. I mean, yeah, I guess it is outskirts. So, yeah, outskirts of London. Okay. Oh, yeah, you were told, bring bring the bearer there. And I think you relayed that to... Bearer of the globe, yeah. Yeah, I think you relayed that to um, Madame Trefini. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, if you're still staying around there all playing go home, you want to maybe set a scene on the train back to maybe Madame Trefini's headquarters. <laughs> I think that's where <laughs> you last were. Uh, kind of headquartering. I think so. As a group. Mm -hmm. All right. So I think you have, uh, yeah, a fairly uneventful train ride there. I think um, we still have, I, I think, who else was there? Um, Dr. Winters probably moved, decided to go off to somewhere else for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And um, same with uh, Charlotte as yeah, well. She was the last with us. Yeah. So, yeah. So it'd just probably be the three of us. Yeah. About for Christmas. And Thomas. And Thomas. <laughs> and your manservant. Yep. So would you and like to try a scene on the train or arrange to meet up at a different time, maybe after Christmas? Oh. I that? mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good with a scene on a train. Yep, that's okay. fine with me. Sure. So this is before Christmas, though. Yeah, technically you know, this is Christmas Eve, the same night, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're coming back, you just experienced this thing in that uh, hidden away spot in that house, that old house where it was full of ghosts in some kind of pub. Mm hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was weird. A little bit, a little bit. I think um, Jacoby in their carriage will, will be trying to write down everything he remembers about his vision, his dream, uh, to see if maybe he forgot something or, um, uh, not not so much forgot, but w what he can remember and see if maybe his memory can jog. Mm -hmm. While he's doing that, I wonder, Madame Trefini, would you be trying to like just see what the cards say? Absolutely. Ab about all this? Sort of, so sort of looking towards maybe the future of what we're looking for. So do a, see here. Hmm, what would be a good reading to do? Just a small sort of, because it was sort of like a dream for him. That he yeah. had. How did Jacoby describe it? Uh, he he wouldn't be sure if it was a. Well, he wouldn't want to use vision because that sounds crazy. But it was definitely more than a dream. <laughs> He's yeah. talking and, to a medium, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, you know, yeah. when, when people say they start having visions, that's when people start saying, "Ah, so we won't be going to this sanitarium." <laughs> Not a medium. <laughs> yeah. But no, so she'll she'll use one of her dream read like sort of the dream exploration one for it. So she'll I mean flip. bluntly he'll he'll give her as much information as he can remember. Yeah. So she'll flip over the first card, which is the Eight of Wands upright. This is the relevance of your dream to your life, to your current life. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of um rapid action. It needs to be taken movement. care of now, it seems. It does. It's rapid action, it's movement, it's quick decisions. So this isn't something that you can dally and sit on and think about for very long. You need to be moving quickly with, this is this is a now thing. Mm -hmm. there's, a little time, there's a little time to uh, dilly-dally, as you said. Yes, 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 that was action. 
Now, your second card. And she'll flip it over slowly. The Tower, upright. This card represents lessons which can be learned from your dream. So, sort of things to expect, perhaps, as we come up to this. A sudden upheaval, broken pride, disaster. So, this is not going to be an easy thing, I don't think. We must move quickly, but... There will, we need to have caution because this is going to be sudden. It is going to be broken. There will be, we are coming into this with a disaster on our heads. Oh, sounds exciting. Yes, I am I had, sure you believe not, that. Not, not to, uh, not to um, interpret where you would know better, but the, the image I got from the, the dream seemed like if we didn't act, then a disaster would happen. A disaster could happen, yes, but this is more what we should expect coming through this. So, well, a disaster will happen. It is also that there will probably be hardships on the through it. It will not be an easy task to take. Yeah, when is it ever? Of course. Now, the third part of this is a possible outcome if we follow through. She flips it over. Ah, the Seven of Wands flipped. So, destroying confidence and becoming overwhelmed by what is there. So this could say that we could want, most likely we will want to give up as we reach our ending. We will want to do this. We will be less confident. Yes, even you, Amos. Ah, We're less confident (laughs) that things will reach the way we want them to. We cannot always decide how they end, but we can act towards that end. We may become overwhelmed as we reach the end. It does not mean that for sure we will fail in this, because it is always a reading. We can never see fate, and the future is not a straight line. There are many webs off of it. But this is... Future ain't carved in stone, I think the saying is. Yes, there is no carving in stone in this. The cards... They show what could happen, what is a very big possibility, but not the ending. <sighs> this is the strongest current possibility, but we can still change it. But perhaps we need to be overwhelmed for other things in the future. Perhaps if we are not overwhelmed in the end, it will change what is to come beyond that. Well, it sounds like we should get going, so I'm packed. Personally, I, I think I'm done with being overwhelmed. Amos, I am yes. going to have a Christmas day. If you try to stop me from having a Christmas day by rushing out tomorrow, I will light your beard on fire. Oh, we can't have that then. You are not ruining Christmas. I mean, that is a good beard. As he rubs his kind of coarse stubble. She kind of gives them both very stern glares at this point. She, there's, there is no way she is wrecking her Christmas day. He just holds up his hands like, I wasn't going to run off anytime soon. I wanted to make sure I was heading in the right direction. There's a bit of thinking that needs to be done, even if, as your cards say, we don't have a lot of time to do it. Exactly. Fair enough. I should spend some time with the family, I suppose. He'll kind of grump a bit. Yeah, you all do that. I'll see what we can gather about where we're going then. Quite right. So we will meet the day after Christmas, and we will 
make our arrangements, get our tickets, whatever we need. Yes? Yes. Fair enough. Very well. I'll see you all in, t- in a day and a bit. Shall we meet at, are we meeting, where are we meeting? My place or his place? Your place seems, uh, your, your place seems uh, better as a meeting place since his ending points to Amos is just a weapon shop at least. <laughs> I do have a place to live. I mean, it is above, but... Hers is more comfortable looking. Fair he shrugs. What can I say? There is much to be said for opulence. Mm. I don't Very know about well, opulence, but I am a fan of comfort, so... <laughs> Very well. Your place it is. I'll see you then. I will bow. I bid you adieu. Ma'am, and he tugs on his hat. Sir? Alright, so I think uh, I just want to check maybe with each of you if there's anything you want to research in the next couple of days until that happens. <laughs> they get together oh, again. I, I, I have a small list, actually, <laughs> that I've been thinking of as I said this. Um, I will want to research where we're heading, so okay. the, uh, the cliff area. I'll probably want to research what's around that area for, like, uh, towns where we could possibly stay. Uh, kind of uh, our temporary base of operations, as it were. Um, to that end, also probably... I'm basically working backwards, is what it's going to end up being. You know, yeah. our destination, a place we can stay that's near our destination, and then what ways we can quickly traverse to that end. Okay. You're probably going to have a hard time on Christmas Day getting any of this information from anyone. Uh, libraries, bookstores, etc. are going to be closed, but pro- perhaps the day after. True uh, Probably that morning, so before you meet, uh, you might be able to get some of that. I think you could probably easily get like the name of uh, a good place to stay. I don't know if uh, you need a tavern name generator or something, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's see what we got here. Uh, you can find the nimble turtle. The nim- I love it. <laughs> Excellent. And that becomes highly recommended in some kind of travel guide. I think you get maybe you pick up like a guide of like the best lodgings in the outskirts of London or something like that. Sure. You know, the, for the yeah. discerning traveler who lives in London and steps out of town now and again. Sounds about right. So the nimble turtle comes highly recommended, um, and we'll have one heck of a uh, a New Year's blast coming for 1880. Mm-hmm. So side benefit there of maybe sticking around for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Now, what else did you were looking for? There was like what the lay of the land was kind of there, or what the entrance was like for this place. Uh, the caves itself, a yeah. town near the caves, and then speedy transportation to the town near the caves. Yeah, I think the speedy transport's going to be like the train lines. Um, okay. Pretty basic, yeah. There's train lines everywhere in London in this time period, so... Yeah, yeah. No, still, I, you know, I think you train's pretty much always going to be the way, unless you're going really far afield, and then maybe airship travel would be a thing, but this is one of those that, yeah, train's the best. Uh, did... Okay. You gotta change your name on here, Noah. Amos. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that was one stuff. of the first things I did. Yeah. Well, I will do that. But in the yeah, meantime, I did that earlier today. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, I actually he was looking up or doing in the next day and a half or so. Uh, yeah, I already told you about that though. He's gonna start developing some new. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. 
yeah. the offline stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And consider it like allowed to be somewhat accelerated because I know I messed with the timeline a little bit here because you guys didn't know how much time you had. Fair enough. Um, oh. Go ahead. Oh, I, I just said I'll take some, I'll have some of my experimental rounds with me. Very nice. And Madame Trefini? Uh, there were a couple things she was going to look into. Um, the first is sort of reaching out to sort of her circle and using her books and stuff like that to see anything about the area they're going to, but more the the folklore, the occult, that sort of Ooh, activities okay. in that area. And she does, in fact, have research. Nice. As so well yeah. as occult. Rule occult, because I think research requires an entire week, so you're going to have to okay. get a, um, you gotcha. know, a quick version right now. Yep. But sure. you could do further research. Yeah. Probably between um, okay. during downtimes or something. Yeah, that is called. Unless you all decide to spend like a few days Seven. before going in there. Action, damn it! Action! <laughs> Seven. Four. Ooh. Not great. So you get only a small <laughs> amount of extra information, really. Okay. Um, that yes, Chiselhurst Caves is. A place that there has definitely been talk about um, ancient druids considering it to be a place of power, okay. as Jacoby believes. Um, not much so that I can glean that this quickly. Basically, you're able to confirm everything Jacoby's saying. Yeah. Okay. It's basically and the best you can the do. The other thing she's going to do is not so much researching right now, but sort of putting out the word that she's looking for something, looking for, looking for any information on an item that okay. she's currently interested in. Um, she knows that she probably won't find anything right away. She only has sort of half a, you know, like a day and a half to get the information. Yeah. But she is currently hoping to find Lady Blessington's crystal ball, which is an actual historical item. Oh, okay. From All the right. time, which is for uh, crystal gazing, and it's rumored to be an accurate crystal read and a true crystal ball that will see things. Interesting. So she is curious about this. I can send you a page to information on it for later. Neat. But she's just sort of putting the information out there that this is something she has heard of and like sort of, you know, read a little bit about it and it's intriguing to her. Okay. So she's going to start her search for it, which could take however long it takes. Yeah. So you can put your feelers out and then maybe we'll yeah. have you do some kind of contact roll later yeah. for that. And I'll just send that to you. Yeah. Noah, is there a contact system in this? I know there's contact system sort of in this game, but how do you deal with contacts in this game? Is it like Shadowrun or? I haven't uh, done it yet. I'll have to okay. look that up. I will look that up <laughs> myself too. At some yeah. Point. So it's so the website, the page I gave you, it just is down under crystal gazing. It's the first nice. item in crystal gazing, but okay. So I may have been doing research on fortune telling of the era. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Sounds like it. That item looks really interesting. Nice. Okay. So you put your feelers out, so you may not hear back for a little while, but... Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to get it out there. This is something she is interested in. Cool. Um, What time of day do you think you all decided to get together at? Uh, Perhaps sort of tea time. So afternoon tea. (laughs) I was going to say as early as possible because, you know... Yeah, well, we wanted... If we're doing research, we needed to do that in the morning because everything's closed that day. Mm, That's true. So tea time would probably have been a better time for that. 2 p.m. it is. (laughs) So what kind of tea service is Madame Trefini going to offer us? There will be biscuits, of course. Of course. Um, Sort of like a good holiday sort of of fare with a very pleasant black tea 
with of course all the things for it. There's cream, there's sugar, there's honey, there's lemon, so that people can have whatever it is that they prefer on it. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. super super rich. You can tell that it's not like the most expensive extravagance. And Madame Trafini's opulence is actually is not like the upper class look. It's more medium class, trying to look a little finer than it is. Upper you know, some of, the, some of the threads on on some of the draperies are a little bare. It's it's a little threadbare in spots, and like it's as you first come in, you're led. She leads you through the like. There's the little sort of like the front room, and then she leads you through where she does her actual readings, and it's all decked out. There's like a beautiful display case with various and sundry, you know, items. Some of which you actually recognize from your previous adventures together but many of which just look like they might be something, but maybe not, who knows? Mm. And then she like pulls a curtain back and leads you through another door that's into like a a nicer sitting room that's obviously not for everybody, but Um, has comfortable used chairs and such. Yeah, Amos will actually uh, arrive a little bit later than usual. Yeah, Um, and she does not have any servants. She's serving the tea herself. And uh, he will actually like knock on the door, and um, yeah, still so, knock knock. I'll be right back. She goes and gets the door. Ah, Amos, there you are. Come in, come ah, in. Lovely to see you, my dear. Here, yes. this is for you. Merry oh. Christmas. Oh, thank you. Uh, do come in back room. You've you've been there before. Yep. And uh, <laughs> he actually hands you like a what looks like a, a gift wrapped brick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but it's it's in paper, so she she she'll like smile slightly. Come come. There's there's tea tea is already out. Ah, excellent. Don't, don't worry about your boots. And she sort of has dropped most of her accent at this point. <laughs> nice. Like it's, it's it's fairly obvious, but like at this point, she's dropped the ac- the majority of the accent and is just leading because you know she's not on right now. Yep. Right. <laughs> come in. Come in. Uh, yep, you'll enter. <laughs> and she, again, Got a fruitcake there, Amos? She sets the brick down. <laughs> it's not, yeah. It doesn't actually feel like a brick, but that's kind of what it yeah. looks like. She sets the brick down and starts to unwrap it. Oh, oh and for you. And uh, it will hand uh, a, a small container that's gift wrapped for uh, Jacoby. Oh, well, thank you kindly. Uh, I actually got something for you both, too. Oh. And, um... Well, I mean, it ain't much, but, you know, a little something sweet for the holidays. And he pulls out some baked goods that he was able to procure. Ah, excellent. This will be good excellent. for the train. Agreed. I did not go out shopping yet. Uh, we've been a bit busy. That we have. But of course, I don't charge you for readings. And she winks at them both. <laughs> Nice. A right pleasant thing of you to do. Or, in this case, not do, ma'am. <laughs> she just laughs slightly and then looks to s- and starts to unwrap her gift from Jacoby. Curious what the brick is. Oh, that would be Amos. Amos. Oh, sorry, from Amos. <laughs> yep. Jacoby, uh, it was baked goods. Yes. Yeah. So it, it actually, like, when you unwrap it, it's like, it looks like a, it looks like little bits of green plant of some kind and it's literally like pressed into the si- into the shape of a brick. You have me stumped, Amos dear. Oh, 
Right. No, it's it looks tea. more like foliage than a stump. Oh, that's lovely. Yes, fresh from the Orient. Oh, now that is exciting. <laughs> well. She carefully uh, actually like rewraps it up in the paper. <laughs> I think uh, Jacoby will open his present next and he will carefully unwrap the tin. And, well, if you got her tea from the Orient, I'm, I'm mighty curious as to what you were able to uh, finagle for me, Amos. And inside the tin is, uh, looks like a, a little box of rounds for your weapon. And they are, um, they actually have like a hollow point. They're called dum-dum rounds. Okay. Yes. So you can. Those are going on. Those are going on my ready list. Carried items. <laughs> nice. Now we're talking. I think they're plus one to damage and plus two to the staging. Ooh damage. Nice. Plus one. Staging plus one. Uh, how many? Uh, 20. 20. Okay. So, uh, you guys have a plan for, are you leaving today for there? Or discussing further? Well, shall we, do we want to leave today? Or see when the next, actually we should probably just see when the next train or carriage goes there. Whichever's gonna get us there quicker, I suppose. Funny you should mention that, and he starts pulling out notes that he'd been gathering and taking. So, I've been doing some uh, some research. This is all the info I could find on where we're going. And he puts a small sheaf of papers forward for the two to look at. This stack right here is about the town closest to where we need to go, because I figured we'd need a destination so we could travel to as well as a place to stay while we're there. Oh, excellent. You've and, done then, work. and then, of course, I checked uh, carriage prices, train prices, train schedule, and I'm thinking, uh, since your reading has get, got me thinking that we don't really have time to dally on this, as you said, uh, perhaps we should take this train and travel overnight. And he puts a train schedule forward. All right, then. That sounds wonderful. Enough. Well, let's get on with it. All right. Just let me put food out for the cat, and Thomas is going to step, stop by to check, right? Of course. Oh, and Jacoby, did you want yes. to leave your cat here as well, or do you? Are you going to travel with him? Oh, right. I have. <laughs> I forgot I had the little cat. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Yule, right? Yeah, the, yep. your Yule, your Yule cat. Yeah. Did you want to leave your cat here, or are you going to travel with him? Uh, it's still a might on the tiny side. I think it might be best if we leave it with the others. All right, you can stay here. I have one as well. She's very friendly, despite the fact she's black. I hope that doesn't bother anybody. Oh, that's a bunch of superstition. Excellent. I'm glad you believe that. I mean, you know, believing a black cat is bad luck is like believing, you know, trolls live under bridges and. You know, there's dwarves mining in the hills. She just kind of looks at him and... Really? And he has a big shit-eating <laughs> grin on his face. He knows what With he's saying. All the things we have encountered. <sighs> Anyways, I assume Thomas will still come and take care of the cats. Of course. Excellent. He, I know he has a key. Oh, good. Then we're all set. There, You can just leave your little yule and he will. And he, and he will. Yeah, and she'll pick up her her travel bag. 
and put on, start putting on her coat. Just like leaving the tea dishes out dirty. You know, you have a point about getting um, groceries and supplies. We should probably hit up um, a grocer or a butcher or something so we can grab some uh, snacks for the road, as it were. <laughs> you, you mean you haven't mean, just, done that already? No, because I didn't know when we was leaving. So I figured we could grab something on our way to the train station before we left. All right, then. I'm just hoping the train has a meal on it. Well, if it don't, (laughs) yeah. If it don't, then, you know, even more of a reason to make sure we get something before we go. All right, then. She disappears into into one, into a different, like, just sort of goes off to a side room for a second. And they can both hear her muttering to something else in the house. (laughs) And then she slips back out again. But they can, like, hear her for, like, a good minute or two. She's muttering to something in the house. Nice. Right. Kind of makes me wonder if she. <laughs> I sorry, JP, yeah. Jacob. No, he was go just ahead. gonna snark while she was gone. No, sure, for sure, snark away. So, so. Wonder if he pushed a button, maybe, or if there's something we ain't knowing about here. Ah, who would know? Women's prerogative. <laughs> he just kind of puts up his hands like I ain't touching that one. Are we ready then, gentlemen? We are, madam. Definitely. She is attaching some large hoops to her ears as she comes out. Jacob is going to swig down his tea that probably has an inordinate amount of sugar and cream in it and grab a couple biscuits to go. All right, then. Shall we, then? We shall. Yes, let's. She grabs, like, the the pitcher that had, like, the little bit of milk that was still left and just sort of spills it out onto onto her saucer and sets it down on the floor. Nice. <laughs> and just sort of reaches over and grabs Jacoby's teacup now that it's empty as she's walking out of the house and just sort of does a quick looking into it. Hmm. All right. Thank you. And puts it back down again on a totally different table as she's walking past it. <laughs> so I see. What you, Interesting. What'd you all see in the tea leaves? That you drank every last drop and it's quite good for you. And she just grins at him. No. He just kind of rolls. Like sugar, and that you like sugar a great deal. <laughs> well, what can I say? I got a sweet tooth. And he grins as his just kind of wiggling his tusks. Oh, oh <laughs> that's great. So I think it'll be late afternoon by now. You could probably catch a schedule that, yeah, like you said, maybe uh, overnight, not entirely, because I don't think it would be that long. But it'd probably be early morning by the time you get there so maybe it is kind of overnight i guess yeah. uh it depends on what part of london you're actually in i think you're in the northwest part right if i recall it, correctly. it's it, it's been a while i can't remember yeah. uh that's in my head that's always been up there so yeah we'll say it's up there which means you're going to the opposite end uh of the greater london area whatever it's called but yeah anything in particular you'd be doing on the train other than probably resting sleeping Getting some snacks on the way there. Maybe another reading. Amos needs one. <laughs> yeah, once she's like sort of once they're settled into the train, she would do something, but not before. Okay. Yeah, we can go to that if you want. Uh, is this a reading specifically for Jacoby then? Um, depending on what people wanted. I mean, uh, it is always is you know it's a curiosity for Jacoby. He's interested. You'd like one then? Do you have sure, a specific question? 
Is there a specific question? Do you just want whatever is out there the universe has to say to you? Well, I mean, you did kind of do a reading about our... Well, no, that was more of about the dream itself. I'm, since it's a new day, I'm wondering what kind of is more immediately ahead of us. If that, you know... So your current might... situation. Current Something situation, near future, that sort of thing. All right, so she Not actually... exactly sure how much time I got left. She pulls out her her cloth and like flicks it out over the little table in their in their boot in their car the box car and she shuffles the deck you know has him cut it and then she flicks out six different cards five of them are sort of like what it was sort of like is it like the five points of a star and then one okay. into the center and then a sixth one goes into the center and just a reminder for Eric, yep. the last time you got a reading as well about your situation in terms of your life expectancy and things like that, about the news you got in that. Yeah, that was the last session, yeah. if I yep. remember correctly. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh. Is the six card thing not working? <laughs> it did not seem to. So I'll do three and three. Oh, that helps if I spell it right. Spell right. <laughs> Or is it a five card when you do the cross? Uh, this this is actually the star, so it's the oh, five star okay. points and one in the center. Oh, okay. So, so she places them all out, but they're all like face down currently. And she flips mm. over the first, which is the top star point. This is your current situation. So this, the eight of pentacles upside down, it is you have a bit of a lack of a passion. You're currently sort of uninspired in the motivation. It doesn't mean you don't feel motivated. It more means you are currently not sure. You don't know exactly what is brought, drawing you to do things necessarily. You don't know. You have this lack within you of knowing exactly where you are going, what you are going to do, why you are doing it. Fair enough. The second card, and she flicks over the left top point of the star. This left is, top point, so counterclockwise? Yes, counterclockwise. Okay. She's going counterclockwise around. Okay. She looks at it. Ah, the Ace of Pentacles, proper. So there is opportunity and prosperity, new venture. That is what drives you. These are the struggles you are facing what, ahead of you. So you are looking for the opportunity within everything. You are trying to find the prosperity, the new ventures. These are what sort of is sort of hitting you right now. The the things that you are struggling through. And you are with mm. a new group. You are There are strange new things happening around you. You have just recently changed. These are things that are, are a struggle right now for you. And then she actually moves. She just kind of gives a nod. It's like, no kidding. She moves actually <laughs> instead of continuing counterclockwise, she moves across to the to the right hand top okay. and flips it over. The seven of pentacles, the right side. So now what you need to do is you need to have hard work. You need to persevere through everything. You need to be diligent to what you are doing, to who you are, to where you want to go. This is how you will find the true new ventures, the prosperity, all these things, and you will potentially find that passion again. 
your <laughs> no slacking, Jacob. will inspire you and motivate you to go on. And she moves down to the um. the bottom left point. The four of swords. Also upright is good. Rest, restoration, contemplation. This is where you will have strength. This is where you will shine is in looking within and just being true to yourself and seeing who you are. That is your strength. Your, it is more of an inner strength than necessarily that of, and she like reaches across and flicks his, his upper arm. Not necessarily mm. your muscle, but what is within you and contemplate thinking. Use the brain, not so much the strength always. That is your strength in this. And she moves across. <laughs> you she, she moves across to the last star point, the lower right, and flicks it over. The sun upright. This, these are some of the other things that may come in your way of reaching your goals and your and seeing everything, seeing the truth and everything. So you may have troubles perhaps seeing the joy and reaching your success. Perhaps the success you reach is not what you are expecting and it will be hard to deal with. But mm. there will be celebration, there will be positivity and you must deal with these things. You must push through even if they are not necessarily the thing you are looking for in it. There are challenges with success. There are challenges in celebration and posi being positive. Sometimes you are not always the most positive, Mr. Snarky Pants. <laughs> well, I mean, you have me there. And she flips over the final, the final card. And now, sort of, the outcome of where this is all, all these things are bringing you to is the upright judgment. So they are bringing you to a reflection, awakening and reckoning. So they are bringing you to realize what it is you are searching for and coming to terms with this and finding what you truly are and who, how you belong with all these things they will be it will be your reckoning your awakening hmm. and she slowly like puts the cards away and start and sets the deck down again but doesn't actually put them fully away just in case not gonna lie that sounds might um Ominous, all things considered. Not to worry. But I'm sure it, everything uh, will turn out. Well, here's hoping. Certainly a lot to chew on, mental-wise. But, um, well, yeah, it gives me something to do while we're on our train trip. <laughs> Thank you, madam. I truly appreciate your insight on things. Of course. And she looks to Amos. And did you want something as well? Nope, I think that's enough. Come on, Amos. <laughs> uh, come on. In for a penny, in for a pound. Get yours, too. All right, but nothing quite so in-depth. You yeah. just want a small one? Fair enough. All right. So just a smaller sort of thing. <sighs> she just does a quick shuffle of the deck again, hands it to him, gets him to cut the deck, takes it back, and she just places out three cards quickly. So the first is where you are right now. And she flicks it over. The Queen of Swords. Upright. So right now there is complexity in your life. You're clear-minded and perceptive of what it is you want and where you want to go with things. You are seeing well, but it is not necessarily an open thing you are seeing. There's lots of complex, complex nuances in where you are wanting to go with things. 
and what it is you want and where you're going to go next. The second thing, this is what is in store immediately. The Six of Swords, upright. There is transition ahead of you. You will be leaving something behind and moving on with something else. What that is, we'll have to see. But it is definitely, there is change coming. And lastly, what is to come. We have the Five of Pentacles upright. So there is insecurity in your future, perhaps some poverty. It could be physical and monetary poverty. It could also be a mental poverty, perhaps a loss of a conviction that you hold dear. There could be a need for something in your life. It does not always mean the immediate coin or jewel, but there is going to be something that will be gone from your life that you are looking for. I guess I shouldn't have gotten this. <laughs> There's a mighty Whether jewel, it isn't it? Whether you got it or not, as she puts the cards away, it would still be there. Or not. And she places, she slowly tucks the cards away and covers the cloth, covers them with the cloth. At least now you know what might be ahead. I think I'd rather not know. Ah, well, it's always time to change it. It is true. It is, although there is need and although the cards say one thing, you never know. But the cards often are right whether we see the exact meaning at the time or not. I think that would probably be in the evening and then maybe you would catch some sleep on the train. Yeah. Try to anyway. Yeah, Yeah. the awkward, awkward train sleep. Yeah. And you pull into, uh, is it Chisel, Chiselhurst? Was it probably 2.30, 3 a.m., somewhere around there? One of those late running trains. Mm. And uh, you can check in at your um, inn or tavern, I guess, just real late, if you like. If we can. Uh, I think they would have a late night um, desk person. Um, just in case, you know, people stumbling in from the pubs and so on. That's fair. That's and fair. late trains. Late trains. They know there's trains that come in sometimes at odd times. So, you know, it's a bustling time, so... Why not? It's the holidays, too. More travelers. So if you'd like, you can catch some rest in there, get a, a room each uh, at a reasonable rate. I can't remember what the rates are, but we can... <laughs> Take care of that later. Take care of that later. Um, for the morning, what would you like to do? Breakfast. breakfast. Yep. <laughs> so during breakfast, I'm guessing maybe planning out where you're going and how you're getting... Well, I mean, you probably can walk there. Um, if we're that close, then, yeah. yeah. I think you Unless found somewhere some pretty close. Ahead. Yeah, I think you found somewhere pretty close. Uh, yeah. Madame Trafini is actually going, like, while the gentlemen are down having their breakfast before she goes down, she's actually going to feel out and see if she can sense any spirits in the, okay. like, in the immediate area that perhaps she could ask, like, any advice from. And also just to be polite and feel for any spirits. Okay. Yeah, roll your, what is that? That is my spell. Spirit detecting? Detect. Detect yes, to detect, yeah. to detect for the any spirits around. So that is seven. Oh, yeah, and make sure to tag your, um, the other thing you did earlier, too. Yeah, I did. All right, 11. Oh. Yeah, so there are spirits about. What, uh, what question do you have in particular that you're looking to solve? Um, just to sort of 
partially she's the, she's reaching out to see if there's any there, just to say, just to, just to acknowledge that she is here and that they are here, and that she you know acknowledges that she is in their area, but also mm-hmm. just to see if they have any information on you know like perhaps where she's supposed to go with this, where they're supposed to go with this globe, or on the caves themselves that they're heading to. Yeah, you a dead a dead a dead local could help you with where the cave is. Yeah, and I think you do get that. You do get uh, there happened to be a spirit kind of haunting your room to <laughs> more or less like maybe uh, someone who died here or in the inn or in this room even yeah. seems to be just occupying the space for a long time. Um, they say they indicate to you that there's definitely a place of power near here. Um, okay. They didn't necessarily have the same name for it, but it seems like the same description. Okay. Uh, is there, do we have a map at all of this area? Did I think anybody... Jacob would have okay. collected one. Um, okay, so Madame Trophy will actually go down quickly. Like once the spirits, she's sort of connected. She'll just be like one moment, rush down and, Jacoby, could yes, I ma'am. please borrow your map of the area for a moment or two? Um, and he'll ruffle through, let's see, map, map, map. Uh, no, no. Ah, here we are. Here you go, ma'am. Thank you very much. And she like actually goes, swings by the fireplace in the in there, reaches down and just grabs a handful of ash from it and heads back upstairs. Nice. And into her room, she like lays the map out, places things in the corners to hold it flat, and then sets the set you know sort of sets the ash down on the edges of it, like at the corner of it. If you could perhaps mark this place, if you are able to move the ash a little bit, so that we can see more where it is we need to go, where you feel this place of power. Yeah, so it will actually uh, form a bit of a ring uh, at a particular location that um, is just, uh, we'll say, northwest of the entrance of the caves, as far as Jacoby has uh, labeled it. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, she just smiles. Thank you very much for... And it'll indicate that this is inside the cave, not on top of... Of course. Thank you very much for your time. Is there anything you need? Or any Uh, message you have to send? It will actually encourage you to go there. It will um, say that that is part of your destiny, is to go there. Thank you. I shall go. And she, like, gets up, you know, sort of curtsies towards... You know, the just the room in general, since it's not yeah, like it's not like a visible spirit to her yet. No, it's just, not. Yeah, it's she just, just presence to the pre- to the room itself, and carefully like brushes off the main ash, but uses her finger to sort of push in the ring, the ash that had formed a ring, so that it actually marks the paper. Yep. And then very carefully takes the map and heads back, heads downstairs. Nice. Well, we have. She looks at the gentleman as she comes down. We have our location and. Where to go once we get to within the, once we get to the entrance? Capital then, and uh, he puts on his uh, goggles and slings his rifle over his shoulder and is ready to roll. <laughs> and nice. she has her breakfast. Uh, Jacoby will actually present Madame Trafini with a breakfast plate. Oh, um, you're a good boy. He he did get her <laughs> breakfast, and yeah. since uh, she was taking a while and knowing Amos, he made her a breakfast sandwich. She it actually, a- like, reaches up and pats his cheek. You're a good boy. But she unfortunately uses the hand that she picked up all the ash with. So there's a bit of an ashy handprint now on his cheek. Because she, she couldn't okay, have so the knife. 
<laughs> I am an Urukai then. Fun. Just ash, not paint. Still. <laughs> she just kind of like pats his cheek a little bit. Oh, sorry, I left a little schmuck on you. <laughs> eh, I've had worse. <laughs> and she she begins to eat as she like gets up and. All right then. A biscuit with butter, some jelly, a breakfast uh, a sausage that was split in half, so it's easier to eat, mm-hmm. and a scrambled egg. Yeah, thank you very much. We should probably get going. He's uh, gonna get fancy. And that's why I made it. Yeah, that's why I got you that breakfast sandwich. I appreciate I really it. think there's a future in that. I really think there's a future in there that. Could be. And I'm pretty sure there are probably ants in his britches. No ants. I just want to go. I don't think that's the saying, but I get the sentiment. Let's all hurry. Right. Yeah, you can. Um, Jeremy, you have a map, and it indicates that you can just basically follow some streets uh, to a to a road that um, leads into uh, this entrance to Chiselhurst Caves is kind of what you would think an abandoned quarry would kind of look like like it's Mm -hmm. got this old road running to it that um not terribly long but not terribly occupied there's not really many houses around here it's a lot of like it's kind of abandoned most of this area so some of the nature has grown back um the road itself is a little rough but um kind of abandoned because the quarry is no longer in use type of thing it's not currently in much use um kind of like a bust town yeah, it's one of those places where over the centuries it's had on and off again type things going on where once in a while it gets, you know, some new thing is discovered and gets mined and then that's that vein is done with and they abandon it and then they check mm-hmm. again a few decades later and they find something else of use and it just kind of goes in cycles like that. Or some someone comes up with a novel use for the caves. Um, so that happens sometimes too for like storage or... Um, so in the, in history, you can probably have found out that it's been used for storing armaments during some times of conflict or, um, storing, you know, supplies for, um, for the army. But uh, right now there's not really anything going on with it. Right. And definitely there hasn't been anyone regularly bringing things here because the path is starting to get overgrown somewhat. And uh, yeah, you do a pre- a- approach an area where there's a fairly decent sized cave entrance, obvious cave. It's actually a couple different entrances, but they both lead into the same um, uh, main cavern, I guess, uh, lack of a better term. Um, what do you all decide to do? I'm, I'll, I'll I, range ahead and see what, we, what we're dealing with. Hold up there, Amos. Oh. I, uh, it might be a trick I could pull off here. Oh? Are there any animals around <laughs> what kind of animals are you looking for it's probably squirrels something, uh something that perhaps lives in the cave maybe uh, uh a little, you know, a lizard or something or not in the uk no a bat <laughs> a bat yeah a, a bat would be something you could find a bird a bat that kind of thing yeah i'd have to wake the bat up yep. yeah i wouldn't want to do that so maybe a bird that lives nearby the quarry oh you can definitely find a uh, english sparrow Okay. They love their spe- their caves. I want to animal talk. Okay. Yeah. Roll animal talk. I might be uh, misremembering this use, so let me actually look it up. Animal talk. I think it's something where you can, yeah, you can communicate like basic things. I think. The character comprehends animals and non-sentient creatures, speaking with them by imitating their own forms of communication. Aha! So it is what I was thinking. Excellent. Yeah, you do start twer- twerping at it. Uh huh. Yep. yep. 
Yeah, and it says I know, I the, use it as an Yeah, and so it does say <laughs> the GM can treat the animals as if they're GMCs, so, yep. Okay. <laughs> so, I have to use Karma. My step is rank press perception. So, my current is... Your perception six, because everything of yours is six. Yeah. <laughs> six plus your rank. Right. Well, except for your, what was it, charisma? That one was five. Yeah, it, it's the same thing for Gareth. It's like everything's six except the charisma. That's always <laughs> one low. I don't know what it is, how that turned out. All right, so I roll a like seven. Like your average characters. Not on purpose. I just, it, it's an old habit. I want to do too much, so yep. I end up not specializing because... A ten. Yeah, that will hit the social... Is it social defense? defense. Uh, mis- mystic mystic defense. defense. Oh, yeah, that definitely hits it. <laughs> oh, yeah, extra success even. Oh, nice. So oh. this big six-and-a-half-foot-tall snark just starts twittering at the sparrow like a Disney prince. <laughs> Probably cheeping at the sparrow. Cheep, cheep, that kind of thing. <laughs> I just... The mental image just kills me. Uh, yeah, Amos will be just kind of like staring at him. <laughs> Are oh. you okay? <laughs> it's like, I'm having a conversation. If you please be patient. <laughs> and he'll offer the little sparrow some some crumbs from like the, the bread or whatever that they had for breakfast. Oh yeah, it'll take that. So uh, Jacoby is going to ask the sparrow if it can tell them anything about the, this cave entrance perhaps dangerous creatures that are near it or that make a home inside of it um, perhaps if it's seen any kind of uh, two-legged beings um, it would indicate once you know, in a while you can't just say are. humans yeah no yeah it's basically any Terran species yeah. or maybe one from the you know one of those the lizard blue. people from the other other yeah. world um yeah, once in, it will indicate that once in a while there is someone, but there hasn't been really many coming through here recently. Um, sometimes some people camp out here. Sometimes there's loud parties and it's really annoying. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's a well, hangout. <laughs> well, while he's talking to the bird, I'm actually going to just look around for tracks and see if I see anything fresh. Yeah, you roll your tracking. Okay. It's there. I'm curious about the, uh, you had said that, you know, someone comes by, but it hasn't been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, would they know if, um, you know, is it like, you know, is it a two-legger like Amos, me, Madame Trafini? Mm, I think it's understanding of different. stuff like that would, well, it wouldn't really differentiate between them that Two-legger much. is two-legger. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, that's fair. Some of them, sometimes they get fed by them, sometimes not. It's about as much as they know. Sometimes some of them try to throw things at them or shoot them or throw slings at them or whatever. Yeah, the uh, the thunder sticks. Mm-hmm. Well, even just like a sling or, you know, slingshot sometimes. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that's fair. That hasn't happened recently. Yeah, that's six tracking. You don't see anything recent. Yes. All right. So who's in the lead here? Is anybody going to step in? So um, uh, shall we do as usual? I'll go a bit ahead and... That seems to work for us last time. It sounds like a plan, too. Fair enough. Uh, did Madame Trefini yeah. share the the map location that she yeah. had? she okay. showed it out. She took the map out and showed okay. it. Okay. So, yeah, Amos shouldn't have any trouble finding um, the right uh, cave in here. Is this okay. the area um, where we want to go? I have a dumb idea. 
the feeding the breadcrumbs to the bird gave Jacoby an idea. Okay. Uh, since since he had snacks for the trip, as well as probably grabbing some stuff from the the thing for you know because he's big and he's hungry, he might have breadcrumbs on him. Yeah, leave a breadcrumb trail. You know what? <laughs> if it keeps him from getting lost, you know it's not stupid if it works, right? Yeah, you can do that if you like. I'm sure the bird will love this. <laughs> we'll just eat every crumb on the way there. Oh God! <laughs> no, it wouldn't do that. But it might take once one or two on the way. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he fed it, so you know. But I think he's going to start his trail inside the cave, so you know, no birds actually would. Yeah. Take it, but yeah, a breadcrumb trail because why yeah. not? Yeah, that's my uh, nice. that's my stealthy stride. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you don't have any problems then. Uh, roll an awareness as the yes, one in front. I actually have that now. Yay! <laughs> I'm following behind him. Six is good. Yep. It's pretty empty in here right now. There's not, you know, occasionally you hear something that you think is a clunk or bang, but it's really just like water dripping and, you know, maybe a piece of rock falling off the ceiling somewhere uh, once in a while. Like, not a big one, just enough to make a little tick sound that echoes out in the, the caves a fair bit. There's actually a fair bit of uh, graffiti on the walls because these are chalk caves in this section. Uh, and people are using the chalk to chalk the walls. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> and uh, whatever the 1879 equivalent of foul language <laughs> is all <laughs> Probably over pretty foul. And local, you know, rumors and so on. <laughs> and no phone numbers, though. Uh <laughs> But, For a uh, good time, knock up Amy. Yeah, you you can continue for a while without really experiencing any worries or problems. Um, Madame Trefini, since you're at the... You're just following behind them, right? Yes. Uh, are you at any point bringing out the orb at all or just... or The, yeah, the, the globe? Probably, the globe, yeah. yeah. It's the snow globe, isn't it? Yeah, snow globe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she, she has oh, it in her okay. pouch, and she'll sort of reach the snow globe out and bring it out, so just to take a look at it, knowing that it lit up before in the past. Yeah, there seems to be a... When you pull it out, the snow inside it seems to be clustered in a particular direction that isn't down. Okay. And as you turn it around, you notice that the clump of um, snow is actually acting kind of like a compass and pointing in a particular direction. A little bit to your right, uh, just a smidge, a smidge, a smidge more. That it's straight ahead from there. I will follow said directions. Salutations and valedictions for the Boneyards and Boojums project are narrated by Kenneth Eckel of PRRP. For Creative Commons music credits, please see episode notes.